Welcome to the Probate Mastermind Podcast. These episodes are recorded live once a week and are hosted by the AllTheLeads.com coaches. Agents, investors, and wholesalers join the coaches for everything from marketing tips, sales psychology, live deal analysis, transaction engineering, advanced real estate strategy, and personal development. You will learn to get more listings, more deals, and find financial freedom by listening to these episodes. Be sure to catch show notes at alltheleads.com slash podcast and join our free Facebook mastermind community, All The Leads Mastermind. Welcome sensational agents and investors nationwide. Today is April 15th, 2021, and this is Mastermind Podcast number 323. That April 15th date, I think that used to be tax day, but I think it got delayed this year. So that always that date always rings a bell. Um, Bruce, why don't we get started with just give them a real quick update on foundations, please. Okay. Um, I hope it got delayed because you probably just convinced one or two people not to file today with, your, uh, with <laughs> what you just said. Yeah. The uh, foundations has been going incredibly well. I really appreciate everybody that joined in on it. Um, I really do anticipate foundations being open to everyone else that uh, maybe is not an All the Lead subscriber. I anticipate that being available next week. Um, if for some crazy reason it's not, um, it'll be the next class, which will be two weeks later. Um, so essentially, um, what we've been doing with foundations is teaching the two different classes a week apart. And starting next week, we're going to put those days together into um, into a four-hour foundations class that spans two consecutive days, so two hours on a Tuesday and two hours on a Wednesday. Um, these things are taking on a life of their own. For those of you that maybe have come to one, come to another one because there's always something extra that comes out in each one of these when we get into the Q and A. Um, but it's just been really exciting. Uh, this class is uh, this class is so good, and it's only getting better. Uh, the feedback is, has been awesome, and I think people are really coming out of it with an advanced understanding of how to properly not only work with these families, but actually convert and make some money along the way. Um, look out for next week, and if you're not, not a subscriber, uh, watch for an email coming from me, um, bruce at alltheleads.com, sometime in the next few days, I hope. And um, if you don't get it before the end of this week, then uh, it means that we probably missed our deadline and it'll come out two weeks later. Perfect. You know, I've often said over the years, Bruce, with my, you know, my background as an agent for 40 years and a coach for 10, one of the biggest mistakes I find people do when they start a new prospecting source or a new venture is they want to know everything before they do anything. A lot of people react that way. And I, I still believe in myself in ready fire aim get out there start making your calls and take action but this vehicle now with bruce's foundations within a week or two at most of signing up probably before you even get your first set of leads you can take this course and i promise you i've been through it myself you'll come away with more knowledge i i would say than anybody else in your market unless you're in uh, dave's market in texas but there's very few people in the country that are going to have the level of expertise and knowledge, and it really should give you the confidence to get out there and start making the calls. So, excellent. And we now have three people in the queue. Go ahead, Tim. You want to add something? Please. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, you said something that I think probably is an interesting statement. You know, we get people signed up, and uh, we try to get them as ready as possible before their first leads come out. And, of course, we they come out at different times of the month based on the county and 
the researchers and the data and all that. So there's no set time that that's going to happen. It is month over month, but not by, we don't know uh, automatically uh, when somebody signs up that absolute next time that lead's going to come out. So we, we move really quickly to try to get that done. And you said, you know, ready, fire, aim. And we always joke about that and everything else. Interesting dynamic that we could apply to that, which is we try to get you ready and we want you to go ahead and make good use of your first set of leads that come out. Make sure you mail to them. Make sure you call to them, even if you're not ready. And, and a, a good way to look at this may be ready, fire, focus. And what that means is that once you've done it a couple of times, you're going to begin to narrow your focus. You're going to get better at what you're doing. And then we're going to teach you in foundations and some of the other tools that we have, like Probate Plus and all of that, how to better focus your marketing and focus your marketing dollars to do it most efficiently. So that's an interesting analogy. We used to goof on you about ready, fire, aim, but ready, fire, focus, it means take action quickly and then make sure you're watching the results and monitoring them and then change as needed. That's a good way to operate at this point because you've got to move pretty quickly. There's no floating around inventory out there. We've got to go get it. Well said. So we just, I think we just embedded a new acronym, RFF. I'm there sure. You uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Good uh, observation, Tim. Appreciate it. All right. We have three in the queue, guys. There is ample room for more. Hit star six and hit one. In the meantime, first up this week is phone number ending in 4055. What's new over in Southwest Florida? Uh, hey, this is, uh, good afternoon, this is Nick in Sarasota. Um, yes, sir. Uh, it's a sunny day here for one to start with, and that's a good thing. Um, I got two-part question here. Um, on the probate foundations classes that I'm, I'm signing up for, are they, can you sign up for them at any time, or do they have to go in succession, or do you start a series of them, and, or if I missed one last week or something like that, am I going to miss something? Uh, or can you just jump in on these any time? That's the first question. I think it's uh, you don't need to take them in a particular succession. Um, the first class, which is going to be typically on Tuesdays from here on out, um, focuses on team building and marketing. And then the second class, so the Wednesday class, focuses on dialogue building and role play. So you, if you've missed team building and marketing, it's something that you definitely want to tie into, but um, it doesn't affect your role play and kind of the dialogue training that we do in that and vice versa. Um, I really was planning for um, our subscribers to take this a couple of times because there's only so much you can retain in four hours. It's one of the reasons why we record it and send you the recording and encourage you to come back at, um, very specifically for the role play call. Because um, each time you run through those role play sessions in small groups, you get better and better. And uh, at, take it from me yesterday and the people that were there. We covered some information on the dialogue training yesterday that hadn't gone into any of the other any of the other trainings. So that's a roundabout way of answering your question. I guess the short answer that I should have started with is it doesn't matter which which uh, which one you take first. And those sessions will be recorded and we can go back and listen to them again yeah it's hard to um, it's hard to record the dialogue training and the role play session because when we okay. go into breakout rooms which is two to three different times I can't record um, but my headset 
died. Wonderful. There we go. All right. So I can't record the breakout rooms, but I, I do record the training portion of that one. And then the um, marketing and the team building class, uh, that is all recorded. So if you are um, subscribed to the or registered for the class, then I'll send the recording out to everybody that has read. Okay. And, and my second question um, was, I've been watching and, and listening to some of these uh, YouTube uh, videos with Chad and he's uh, conversations he's been having and all this, my question is scripts. And I'm hearing a lot about scripts. Is there some place on the site that I can find those scripts um, or I'm missing or am I missing them and just not finding them? Or We're intentionally um, vague on scripts because uh, mainly I run into this all the time in training and coaching agents is the, the more scripted scripts that you give them, the um, the less prepared for a live call they seem to be. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there really aren't specific scripts. What I do is uh, teach specifically in foundations, I teach a formula for your phone call. And um, it goes something like this. Hey, we start with our greeting and a pattern disruptor on the phone call. Um, And this is what it looks like. Now you create your own. And then I say, then we've got a bridge over to our elevator pitch. And this is what that looks like. Now you create your own. So I teach you the process of how to think about your call. And then um, occasionally there's something that, uh, in in my opinion, I have the perfect way to say it. And I'll say, okay, this is the script, <laughs> but everything else is just follow these bullet points and you connect the dots. Okay. And then I'm, I'm used to using uh, taking scripts just as a foundational purpose and make them my own. But I mm-hmm. guess just like what you said, using more to look at them to get bullet points on where to hit and then just, you know, it's got to flow. You got to make it your own. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm new to this side of the business. Uh, I come from, you know, 30 years in the insurance business. So this is all very new to me. So I'm just now getting my feet wet and have made the decision that uh, this is the route that I'm going to pursue for my real estate uh, career on this team that I have joined. Um, And that's how I got to you guys. So, Hopefully it goes in the right direction and everything works out, but I'm looking forward to hearing a lot more stuff and learning a lot more. Awesome. All right. Please keep coming come, keep coming back and sharing your wins as you start to accumulate them. So thank you for thanks for participating. All right. All right. We have three more in the queue, guys. There is room for more. Hit star six and hit one. Next up is from Texas, phone number ending in 9677. You're up next. Yeah, Bob Mays here. Listen, I'm bringing you the program. Had some questions about how to proceed. Number one is, I understand there's a foundations class. Do you have to pay for that, or is that part of the lead? I'm looking for guidance, basically, because I'm, I'm not sure where you should take the certification course, the foundation course, and uh, where to go from here. Um, Jim, do you want to take it, or do you want me to? Yeah, Bob, you're a subscriber, correct? Not yet. No, I'm I'm trying to get to be one. Oh, okay. All right. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Do you are you getting leads from us now? No, I'm not. I'm not. And I'm going to. Yeah. Work, yep. I want to get prepared before I start. Home you want to know? That sounds familiar. You want to know everything before you do anything. I'm just giving you a hard time. Where, where have I heard that before? I have just given you a hard time. Um, honestly. Um, I think we as much training as we offer. Sometimes I think we make this sound a lot more difficult than it is. Are you, have you been in the business for a while, Bob? Are you a brand new agent? No, uh, I've been I've been an agent for about 14 years, been an investor for Oh, wow. 
Okay, have you before? I have done some of that, yes, but not really given them a real good shot, so to speak. Okay. Negative. All right, and I know Bruce Bruce is going to have a more detailed answer to this, but what I was going to say, I didn't mean to interrupt you if you have a follow-up. Um, um, these are really just motivated absentee owners you're, you're reaching out to. It's not as complicated as we make it sound. They're they have an attorney that handles all the legal aspects. I will tell you, if you prospected Visbos and expires at all, I think you're going to be blown away with how much easier these are. Because these people, you're either going to be the only one calling them or the one of a handful of people that are calling them. Where, you know, it's like the Visbos and expires now, their phone doesn't stop ringing all day long. So there's going to be much less resistance to your call. And, you know, these people probably, they need help. Um, you know, most of them are going to be absentee owners. Um, as great as all the training is, um, don't, again, don't feel like you have to know everything before you do anything. Bruce, what, what advice would you give him until he's ready to be a subscriber? Uh, what would you recommend that he do? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Was that you, Bob? What'd you say? Yeah, I just said, uh, give me the order that I should proceed because I sure. come from a, I come from an occupation where we dealt with checklists. And, there you go. And so... When I get going, I want to do this, then I want to do this, and then it's time for calls. Okay, perfect. So, um, number one is if you're going to sign up and subscribe, you um, if you time it, you might be three or four weeks away from your first set of leads, um, which would give you plenty of time to get connected and do the right things. But let, let's just go over and assume that uh, that you're someone that is not ready to sign up and uh, you want to know what to get ready so that when you do sign up, you can come out of the, the gate the proper way. Um, if you want to do exactly. that, I would first tie in with foundation. That's the first the place that I would start. Um, it's really only those three different categories that I teach in there. Um, and by the way, uh, mastery, the mastery course, much more detailed, um, more advanced than foundations, but it'll give you about a year's worth of things that, that you're going to want to do. And all of those things that you're going to want to do are, are instrumental to your business, but they're not vital to getting your first round, your first level of success. Whereas foundations, I believe, is vital to getting your first rep level of success because I'm going to teach you what to say on the phone, what to say in your marketing, what your website needs to look like, what your letters need to say, and how to build a team that supports your business and helps you um, provide more value to the prospects that you're working. So let's just say if you didn't have the lead, sign up for that. It's a very affordable class if you're a non-subscriber, very affordable. Um, sign up for the class. Now, on the flip side, if you just said, hey, I'll come in and get some leads, let me go ahead and sign up, and maybe I can delay the leads by a couple of weeks, then you get foundations for free. So oh. it's, uh, it's almost, it almost makes sense to go ahead and grab the leads, especially if, if we can give you a little bit of a delay on when those are going to come out. And then you get foundations for free, and uh, you don't have to pay, get double dipped on. Um, but uh, so that, that's the way I would do it. Next thing you want to do is you want to go start working on your team. So go out, start connecting with your vendors, your contractors, your attorneys, your insurance agents. Just make sure that you are essentially a linchpin in your community, someone that people come to 
whether they need real estate services or not. If they need an insurance connection or a contractor or a mechanic or who, whatever, they need to know that you're the guy for them, which is basically what we teach you in the dialogue with probates as well. When you're, when you're calling people, you're not saying, hey, I see your mom died. Do you want to sell the house? And you, you, even if you don't say that, you don't want them to feel like that's your motivation. You want the person that you're communicating with to un- understand and feel the value that you're really providing because you have your team. Um, so put yourself a skeletal team together. Um, next thing that you're going to do as you start to prospect and market is you're going to want um, a good website, um, which we do for you. Um, and you also want uh, a handful of good compelling letters that make people familiar with what you do so that when you call them, they already have an understanding of who you are and it's not as cold of a call. Um, Those are the basics. Those are the basics. There's lots of other things that you can do. If you want to know the lot, take mastery. Um, But those are the basics. And I drive those points home really hard in foundations. So does that start Tuesday, you say, or after after the call today, can I go ahead and call and sign up for that? Absolutely. Yep. Um, uh, Jim, do you want to give the sales line um, here? Yeah, I was just checking to see, Bob. Have you talked to um, any of our uh, Darcy or Jordan or Natalie? Have you spoken to them in the past or not? Yeah, Darcy, I talked to her, and I talked to Emmett, too. And one thing that really impressed me was uh, how caring they are. As Matt, you're just a a client sales lead, and we're going to shove all the courses we can be in the heck with you. It was very caring. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Simple. Yep. Yeah, we got a phenomenal team. I've never seen anything like it. I really appreciate oh. you saying that. What I'll do, Bob, I'll have Darcy reach out to you after the call, and she can go over, oh. you know, go over all the details and uh, go over your leads again. And, yeah, she can get you She can get you signed up for the foundations course. I'll have her call you as soon as we're off. And okay. I'm, I'm going to just make one other point here to, to your end. We started this off by talking about ready, fire, focus. And I think the beauty of this is it's a great example of this. You know, we're encouraging you to go ahead and get signed up now. Go ahead and get, you know, get your lead flow beginning to get started. And we'll train you before they get there so that by the time they're there, you're going to be ready to rock and roll and get it done. And if it's sooner rather than later, we'll just be very expeditious about what we do. And we'll get you started. Nothing worse than having the phone ring from somebody that just received a letter from you. It says, hey, I want to talk to you about probate. I suspect you'll figure out how to have that conversation, even if we don't train you. You know how to do it. So we'll figure this all out. But we're, I think the encouragement you're hearing is, you know, we're not just trying to hustle you into a subscription. We're offering to train you and get it all done. But uh, he who hesitates is lost. If you don't do it quickly, then you're going to miss an opportunity in your county coming right up. And that's what you don't want to do. You've made a decision to go get it. Go get them. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate the, uh, the attention. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. And we have uh, back-to-back Texas people. Next up in Texas is 0544. You're up next. Hi, guys. This is Mike Record in, in Dallas-Fort Worth. Um, yes, sir, hey, Mike. Great foundation class, Bruce. It's really covering what I was thinking about coaching with, which probably doesn't help you. But anyway, it is fantastic. <laughs> and it's good to go back to it as a brush-up as you need it. But the role plays you're right are great and phenomenal. One thing I'll say about focus real quick to you guys is my first two closed deals from you guys were before I ever got certified with Mastery. So 
it, it really, what happened, it gave me the motivation to then want to focus and get better. So definitely, I, I think that's the right approach. And don't wait. Just You're going to crash into deals, even if you don't know what to say. It's, there's yep. nobody else there, especially in real estate. Maybe investors, but on the real estate side, no one's following you. They, they think it's too difficult. Hey, I have a very well specific said. question. I'll remind, you guys, I'll remind you guys, Mike Ferry, agent for 18 years, so expert, expires, FISBOs, all of that, just sold. Have all of that down. But I have a very specific question. When I get go to call the PR, I'm using Mojo as a dialer. I've got it all set up to dial through. The P, If it's not the PR who answers, so then you've got a list of other people, okay? And sometimes the, the number's wrong, and I don't get the PR on the first number. Uh, I've got a direction I go with expireds when it's the mother instead of, you know, the, the person that, that that owns the house. And, you know, they'll say, who's this? And I'll say, well, I'm just Mike Record. Your son uh, had a house that expired, came off the market. I'm just calling to see if he's still accepting offers. Do you have a better contact number for him? So that's my transition phase, you know, to let them know who I am and to disarm them a little bit. But I'm really getting, I'm getting anywhere from, hey, I've been advised by the PR to talk to no one, tell them to call the lawyer, um, uh, to, hey, who's this? And, and really guard it, or they're not going to give that information out. Any transitional dialogue that you guys can tune me into that might help me over that hump? Or what? It, I guess a better question is, what do you say to the people that aren't the PR that are on the list if you can't get a hold of the PR? Um, oftentimes, I'll, uh, I'll kind of um, open with a, a little bit of a joke, especially if, um, if it's the opposite sex of the PR. I'll usually say, let's say I'm looking for Bob and uh, Mary answers, and I'll go, this doesn't sound like Bob, okay? And normally, okay. Uh, a lot of times, they're not just going to go, oh, yeah, that's my son, that's my brother, that's my cousin, whatever. They're not going to volunteer that information. They're going to say no, and then I'll go, um, I was looking for um, Bob Smith. Are you um, related or do you know him? Okay. Usually then I get a yes and I go, look, obviously I, I have the wrong number. The reason that I was calling Bob might be relevant to you. Um, maybe it's not. Do you think I could give you a really fast rundown of why I was calling and then I'll let you tell me what I should do next? Maybe it's relevant to Yep. And uh, and then that way they kind of get a little buy-in. You know, sometimes they're going to say, yeah, no, we're not going to sell the house, or yeah, we are going to sell the house. You know, many times the person that you're calling that's not the PR, they might have more influence over what happens than the PR. Maybe they were just too busy and couldn't handle the PR responsibilities, but they still have an equal amount of say. So I, I want to find a way to get my presentation, my pitch in to that person just by saying, look, what I was calling, can I give you a quick rundown of what I was calling Bob about? And you can tell me if it's relevant to you and what maybe I should. Okay, good. That helps. Okay. Thank you very much. Perfect. Hey, Mike, one, I identified with a couple things you said. I was a, a coach for Mike Ferry, and Tom Ferry was my first coach. I was with him for quite a few years. And, man, if you take that discipline and apply it to this, you'll do phenomenal. You reminded me of something saying, just get out there, and no matter how bad you screw up, somebody will like it. Um, when I was in college, I sold books door-to-door. -door. Um, 
I sold condensed encyclopedias. I have to explain to my kid an encyclopedia is basically it was a paper Google. You know, they have no idea what that is. But they used to tell they used to tell us you could knock on a hundred doors and throw up on each one because you were so nervous and somebody would like it. Either they like it or they'd feel sorry for you. What you, there's just a lot of truth in what you said there. You know, you no matter how badly you screw up. Go ahead. Sorry. Doing it is more important than how you do it. And what exactly. I found out with yep. the soul calls when I didn't know any of the scripts that Mike pushes and everything like this, hey, this is Mike record. I just sold a house in the area. When do you plan on selling? And as dry as that, the worst it could be, is this a recording? And so I <laughs> knew I was being monotone and I wasn't doing anything, right? Doing, yep. Putting myself into it. But, you know, during that time, every one in 50 calls would say, how did you know? So that's what I call crashing into the business. Without skill, no one else was doing it, and I was at least doing it, and it's just a numbers game, okay? And I think that applies here, too, that you have the added insurability. And What they taught me in my MBA is the best thing you could ever have in a business is a sustainable competitive advantage, like a patent. Guess what? Say probate to a group of realtors next time you're having drinks with them. Watch them roll their eyes. Because they think... Mm -hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. Well said, Mike. Thank you. We, and we're Mike looking for a next well. coach. We'll give you. What Bruce is looking for help as a coach, we'll bring you on. No, seriously, that was a golden nugget, man. We appreciate it. Go ahead, Bruce. Uh, I want to kind of piggyback on that because uh, you talked, Mike, about just having a dry script and um, crashing into business. There's a great, really easy read that I guarantee most people on this call have probably read, and it's just it's the book Go for No, and in that. They talk about how they taught their salespeople the world's worst script, which is, and I think they were selling copiers in the book, is is you don't want to buy a copier, do you? Which I think any salesperson cringes when you're telling the person what they that they don't want to do business with you. But it's amazing. Um, it's one of the reasons why I teach those reverse hooks where you um, where you say, should I assume that you have everything handled? Because every now and then someone's going to go, well, no, why would you assume I have it handled? I don't. I need help. And they're going to actually tell you exactly how to help them when you use a terrible script. You guys don't want to sell a house, do you? You're going to get people, just because you're consistent, that say, no, you're wrong. We do want to sell a house, and we need to sell it right now. So if you're struggling with a script, just learn some cheesy, crappy script like that and use it consistently, and then add... Uh, to your skill set over time. So you take the the basics and you start building onto it over time, and at least the basics are going to get you business. Yep, I agree. Said it reminds me a little bit of something uh, you said, Mike. That people uh, say, "I thought this was a recording." I used to get that, and it always reminded me to match and mirror. You know, very few people you talk right. to sound like they're doing a radio show, so you don't want to sound different than them. If they stutter a little bit, stutter back at them a little bit. You know, uh, don't be so polished that you don't sound like a person. Uh, you know, I definitely, you know, was guilty of that, and I still do it sometimes. So good, well, good stuff, that, my friend. We, we appreciate it. No problem. What's that? I was just going to say, and that's the example of focusing. That's what I was trying to get. Is you still got business doing it not as skillful, but then you get motivated to get that skill and get that focus, and then you're going to ask very specific questions to do very specific things that are going to increase your... 100%. Great great contribution. Thank you, sir. We, we appreciate you. Yes, sir. When you mumble incoherently, you're doing that for a reason? Is that, is that what you're trying to say? 
I can't hear you. You're mumbling, Tim. What'd you say? Yes, we have to entertain you guys. We not only inform, but we entertain, and the entertainment portion is free. Hey, thanks a lot, Mike. We appreciate you. All right, thanks. All right. Next up is not from Texas, uh, from Florida, a uh, phone number ending in 2341. You're up next. Actually, uh, I moved from Florida to uh, Denver. I'm now in Denver. <laughs> oh, okay, the Florida phone number. Yeah, well, I, I've had that number for 40 years, so sure. a lot of people know it. I have a Denver number. I just use, I don't know how it got on there. Anyway, somehow you got my Florida number. But, um, yeah, I'm here in Colorado where, of course, in Denver, I was just on the phone with your support, and in Denver, half of the people have already settled the probate and half have not. It's crazy. It's, it's yep. insane. Anyway, question that I had um I have a lady, I don't have a phone number for her. Her husband died. She's still living in the house where is worth like $1.5 million. Um, I can't get a hold of her directly. What I was thinking of doing is doing like an RPR, a CMA basically, and mailing it to her or, or should I stop by? I don't know what to do to see if um, she still wants to stay there in the house or she wants to move or you know that that's my question good question how do you feel about door knocking you comfortable with oh, that i have no problem i have no problem i've gotten thrown out of a few places and I doubt i'm from, you're new, I'm from new, out. new york so it's, it's not a problem yeah i no i don't have a problem not in fact i just got my last listing i got from door knocking the um the approach when you're dealing with that and you want to um, give someone maybe evaluation on their property um, you could always do an RPR, um, CMA, or some kind of a report like that 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 produces a CMA. But honestly, most uh, people aren't sophisticated at reading that. It makes the realtor look really good sometimes, but okay. our clients don't really know what the heck is on that report. They're looking for one thing and one thing only, and that's how much is my house worth. So if that's right. the only thing they're looking at, just put that on a page. Um, okay. I would uh, I would take it in a um, like a unfolded FedEx style envelope. I'd take it over to the house. I'd knock on the door. If they don't answer, leave it on the doorstep. Um, if okay. they do answer, hand it to them and just say, "Look, I have no idea what your situation is. I don't want to presume that you have any intention of selling, but I'm looking for properties um, to list or buy or whatever your deal is." And um, and I just wanted to give this to you. And if you have any interest in uh, in talking about the price on here, the price range on here, um, give me a call. Or, um, you know, if they're face-to-face with you, you probably take a slightly different approach. But still give them that uh, envelope. And on that, page one is just a letter essentially saying, I don't know what your plans are, if you have any intention of selling. And if not, please disregard this. But if you were thinking about selling, look at page two from the price range that I think that I could get you for your house. And then I'll throw on page two a price range. And if you're both a realtor and investor, you could put a as-is price range and a listing price range. If you're going to put the listing price range, I would give them the range that you think that their net is going to be, not their gross. Um, That way there's less of a disparity between those two numbers. Okay, great. Yeah, because I don't know. She's a widow now. I, you know, I don't know if she wants to stay there, or. And then they have another property that doesn't come up on MLS. It's on RPR, but there's no there's no picture of a house. There's like a picture of 
it's in Bailey, Colorado, which I don't even know where the heck it is. Um, and um, it there, but according to the Probate Plus, both properties together are worth almost two million dollars. So apparently, this property is worth probably like a half a million dollars. But there's no how it 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 listed as a house, but I can't find any other information. There's no valuation on RPR. They didn't evaluate the house. I don't know why, but it's there. But I don't know what the heck. It, I've never seen that before. But anyway, so yeah, I'd like to get in front of this lady and just. Uh, I'm loving this thing. I just got my uh, my website's all set up. Um, I'm gonna have. My, I have a lady that does Facebook and LinkedIn for me, so she's gonna start blasting my website out to uh, the um, probate lawyers. I have a, I met one yesterday, and I have another appointment with a probate lawyer on uh, Tuesday. So I'm starting Great. to get out there. I, li- I like this a lot. Great That's job. Awesome. Yep. Uh, yeah. By the way, are you probate plus data from us, or are you just getting the um, the raw leads the way that they come over? No, I switched to probate plus because it, it really doesn't make any sense not to do that. Because that way <laughs> I know who has property and who doesn't. It really is. It saves you money, actually, in the long run because – you don't mail out to people that don't have any property. It's, it's not that we don't want to help them. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah. And now I, I, I bought uh, March's leads also. I got April for my first lead and I bought March's leads, but I'm finding that people are finished. You know, by the time I get to them, I didn't realize that, you know, the woman on your support was very good. She said to me, half of the leads probably are finished and half maybe not in Denver. It's crazy. And that's very unique to Colorado. That's not true almost anywhere else in the country. Yeah, yeah that's it's why not- eventually I think I'm going to go to another state. Yeah. That's my goal. Sure. It's interesting because uh, I, I don't know if it, I'm sure half might be a slight exaggeration. There are a lot of people that will tell you that they're finished anyway when you call and learning how to get through the we're finished with everything objection could just be a blow off. It's possible. And I know that Colorado, a lot of people really are wrapped up and they really have sold real estate. I don't know if it's house. Maybe I doubt that it's that high. Well, like yesterday, this guy who's an attorney, he's a malpractice attorney. He told me, he told me that the house was all taken care of. And I said, yeah, but it's not on the MLS and it's not, he blew me off. So I'm going to keep calling him uh, because the house isn't sold at all. It's still there. You know, it's. It, it, I looked it up in the MLS and I looked it up on your probate, uh, uh, your uh, probate plus, and um, it wasn't sold yet. I was talking with um, our ISA Mike a couple of days ago, and he said that periodically he runs into people. Well, not periodically; it happens frequently. He'll call and he'll say something like, "Hey, um, I'm looking for Mike," and the person will say, "No, you have the wrong number." And then he calls again two days later. And the person says, yeah, this is Mike. So sometimes people <laughs> catch them at the wrong time, and they're just looking to blow you off, and they just feed you an answer. And it doesn't mean that they're permanently like that. You you may have just caught them at the wrong time. So following up with those people that say, hey, everything's taken care of, or no, this is not the right number, um, following up, yeah. you'll get the truth eventually. Yeah, I found his office address, so I'm going to – with him, because he's an attorney, I'm sure he'll know how to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do an RPR on the property and mail it out to him, and just see. You, you know, you never know, because um, yeah, mm-hmm. the property's still not sold. Yep. 
Good stuff, Vincent. We appreciate it. Hey, I'm just going to comment on the first part of your question just real quickly. The um, the widow, um, you know, the surviving spouse that's in the house that you think has about $2 million worth of property, you might want to combine the technique we were just talking about on the previous call and when she answers the door, if she does, just say, hey, you probably have no intention on selling or you may not want to Got sell, it. but I just okay. prepared this for you in case you do. And, you know, hang on to it. And if the time ever comes, give me a call. Because it. Um, we find very frequently, um, Chad did a study one time where uh, he went back on surviving spouses and a large percentage of them that had no intention of moving were already moved six months or a year later, especially in Colorado. Okay. You know, she may not... She may not be used to cleaning the gutters or or shoveling the driveway, and you know her her situation may change very quickly. So that that may be a real good uh, technique with surviving spouses to use that. Hey, you're probably not interested at all, but just in case, you know, I prepared something for you. Certainly, will disarm her and and make you seem less threatening and less trying to sell her, and you know, probably get her attention, you know, for when she is ready. No, I love that. It's basically you're basically taking it away from them. Basically, the takeaway clothes. You wouldn't want to sell, would you? No, of course. You know, no idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. No, I like that. You guys, I have to tell you, I'm a Mike Ferry agent. Also, you guys are great. Yeah. If everybody did, if everybody did what you did. Yeah, it would be a lot easier. <laughs> well, if everybody had customers like ours, it'd be easier. So we love you guys too. We appreciate it. There, you, back Vince. at you. you. All right, thank you, Vince. All right, we have three more in the queue. That should take us up nicely to the top of the hour. Next up is phone number ending in five seven five seven. You're up next. Hey, do you mind? Do you mind if I stop hey, real quick? I I no. don't like you're in a cave to me. I'm not. I can't. Hey, uh, is that better? I think so. Keep going. Okay. Um, all right. I have a mic on. That's better. Uh, yeah, it's better. Yeah, so I, I was just, uh, I had a really weird reaction to uh, those COVID uh, injections. So uh, I missed about three days at work. Uh, I'm sorry I couldn't get a message to you. It was not, it, it was not intentional at all. But oh, anyway, yeah, yeah uh, when it comes to your leads and you start to generate them, are they all in probate or some in pre-probate? I'm going to have Tim uh, kind of chime in on the process here, but um, but they should all be in probate. Um, I've picked up one yep. or two um, that were in pre-probate over the years, but it's not very many of them. Every, everybody else has been in probate. They come from the they come from the court, so we get them when the personal representative has been assigned. That's the only way that we put them out to you in the probate leads that we offer is if there has been a PR assigned, we don't put them out otherwise. And the only way that happens is it has to go to court and the PR has to be acknowledged by the court. Someone has to petition and uh, file the petition for it, and that's how the PR gets assigned. Or the PR gets assigned by the court when someone has died intestate where there's no will, then that PR gets assigned by the court. And in any case, that's when we get it is when there's a PR. So in every case, there always should be a PR. Okay, thank you. Yep. Thank you. And All I, right. I, I, get, I get the feeling of a real benefit from working with you guys is you'll teach me how to structure my day. Coaching, accountability coaching on structuring your day, let me know. <laughs> and next time you get a COVID shot, do it on a Friday night so you'll be recovered by Monday. How's that? Absolutely. Yep. All right. Thanks for participating. Appreciate it. We have uh, two more in the queue. Next up is Sarasota's back, a phone number ending in 4055. Hey, this is Nick again. I, I just had a question following up what Mike was talking uh, about earlier. 
when he was asking, what if you don't get the PR on the phone? Maybe think about another question just for statistics reasons. How often are you seeing that when you call some of these leads that there is no real estate involved? About 20% of the time. Um, that's my take. Uh, I'm sure Tim and Jim yeah. probably have studies on this that um, that were done before I joined the All the Leads team. But uh, but in my experience, it's somewhere around 20% of the time that there's no real estate. Yeah, this, go ahead, Tim. No, I'm just going to say the stats that we've seen is nationwide about 60 to 65% of adults own real estate and about 70 to 75% of people over 65 own real estate. And that's been my experience that it's about 80%, uh, especially when you factor in the number of people that have multiple properties. So if you take all your leads and how many pieces of property, uh, in Florida, it runs closer to 90% because people tend to have multiple properties down here. A lot of people do. You know, they've got a house and then they've got a What's that? Also, is that's an accurate statistic. If you then lay that out, if the estate is below a certain level, in many cases, probate's not necessary to be filed. The simple agreement with the court petition to settle, no, no PR appointed, and they get it done. And uh, you know they just don't file probate. So of the ones that actually get filed, get to a PR, the numbers are higher. And I think that probably bears out at least Bruce's statistic as well. We do find that in many cases there's generally property there, and 80% is probably a a fair number. In addition to that, you'll also find that it's also possible that there are other items in that probate that may be of interest that need to get settled out. And I'll make one quick case for making sure you got your team together. One of the things that we teach is to put together a team of people to work with them, and that includes the the estate sale folks. So even if you find that there's no uh, real estate to be sold, make sure you ask that follow-up question because you're feeding your team, ask that follow-up question, and that is, is there any other additional estate property that needs to be disposed of because we have a great estate sale property uh, specialist that we work with and you can get top dollar for that. And we'd be glad to turn you on to that. And certainly no obligation, glad to help. It just adds to your credibility. Yeah. I was going to add to that also, Tim, we, our agents taught us this years ago, we had people tell us that they would ask an extra question. And you remember, especially if you eliminate the small state exemptions under 100,000, the average person you're speaking to just inherited somewhere around two hundred to $250,000. Even without real estate, it can be a substantial inheritance. And we have had people go ahead and ask the extra question, you know, once the estate is settled, are you interested in buying any investment property? Or maybe, uh, you know, if somebody inherited something that wasn't real estate, but it was substantial, stocks, bonds, bank accounts, they might want to sell their house and buy a more expensive one. They might want to buy a rental property. You know, they. one of our agents a couple of years ago turned a case like that into a hard money lender. You know, he used him. You know, don't necessarily assume just because there wasn't real estate that there isn't some other real estate need that they may have and possibly was created by this inheritance that you can help them with. And, you know, Jim, it points out one thing. It's just like anything else. If you're on that call, if you've got someone's attention to the point that you're engaged in a dialogue, you're speaking, you're having a conversation, assume that you're making a friend and ask anything you want to ask. I don't mean pry and, you know, get ridiculous, but spend a few moments with them, you know, get to know them a little bit better. It's an opportunity to build a relationship where, you know, maybe this isn't the one that's going to get you, but two years from now, something comes up and they say, what's that guy's name that I talked to? It was really good. 
Oh, right after that, he sent me something that he promised me. Let me look. At, oh, yeah, there it is. It's in my drawer. You never know how these are going to pan out. And it's the long game. That's the one thing about probate that really you need to understand is that this is a long game in a lot of cases. Sometimes it may take longer to close. It also, it may take longer for it to get to the point they're ready to sell it. You'll find that probate leads season really well. We always use that term. We're finding people that two years after they received a letter from someone, they'll call back and say, you sent me a letter a while back about a property that I have in, that's in probate. We're finally ready to sell it. Uh, let's talk. And it, it doesn't go, we don't go a month that we usually don't hear that on this call that somebody tells us that. And it's happened to Jim as well. That's how we got involved in this. So it's a long game. You just got to play it that way. Make a friend. Learn as much as you can. Yep. One more thing to add on to one more. Yeah, one more thing to add on to that. One of our most successful subscribers been with us since I think back since 2013. Roger Lacey. He only gets 20 or 30 leads a month. He is phenomenal. From 30 leads a month, I'll bet he adds 40 or 50 people to his sphere of influence. You know, just everybody he talks to when he does a probate. Everybody that he deals with in that probate transaction, you know, anybody he helps in any way, he just adds them to his sphere of influence and keeps in touch with them. You know, maybe they didn't have any real estate, but you help them find a good estate planning attorney, you know, for their own needs. And you keep in touch with them, just however you keep in touch with your regular sphere of influence and ask them for referrals. You know, and Tim said, not only when they're ready, they may be willing to do something personally, but... Treat that person as though you had done business with them and ask them for referrals on a regular basis. There's just so many yeah, different ways that you can mine the relationship. Yeah, that, that, that's smart. That's a very smart advice. Thank you. All right. Thank you, sir. We have our last up. This should take us up perfectly to the top of the hour. Last up this week is we finally made it out to the West Coast. Phone number ending in 3132. You're up last. San Andreas, California. Come in, please. Over. Are you there? Two oh nine area yeah, two oh nine Eric two oh nine area code. Unmute yourself. We have just a few minutes left. I'll give them a minute to to figure it out. I think you hit one to unmute yourself, I believe. Uh, we scared them away. Um any closing thoughts, partners? Anything you guys want to add? I usually no, I do the, the final clo- close, Tim. It's been a great call. We explored some things that we haven't talked about in a while on this call and I think that's really good. The uh, I, I, even though I said it, I still think that whole premise of ready, fire, focus, you know, oftentimes people look for ways to delay things and they're not doing it on purpose. It's the, you know, being a little bit overly analytical. And if anything, I hope people came off of this call understanding that taking quick action now is certainly going to stand you in good stead going forward. There's no time like now to get rolling and we'll make sure we help you get it done. You trust us to get the job done. We'll get you ready. Go ahead and step up and get it done today. Give us a call and uh, let's get rolling together and make some money. Awesome. Bruce, I need to share as we close. Well, well said. So ready, fire, um, focus. focus. Ready, fire, focus. Ready, fire, so, focus. focus. Yes. We talked about yeah. it being a, a long game on this. There is definitely, those of you that, that hear that, I don't want you to hear that you never get any immediate business because there's definitely families and PRs that are ready to sell real estate immediately and and you could set appointments and week one or month one that you have the leads but the reason that this is so effective for our successful subscribers is because they're in it for the long haul and they are working these leads longer than their competition and sometimes 
they're working the leads longer than even some of the people that maybe have listened to uh, listened to my voice and gotten some of our training before. So stick with these leads. Try to stick with them for six months. That's going to be where you separate yourself and you really see that conversion rate and the ROI just go through the roof. It's hockey stick growth when you can follow up with people and stick with it. Awesome thought. So you're saying that they're in it to win it. I think, did we just make that up? I think I've heard that one before, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah, and I just wanted to share, uh, in addition to the, you know, I always close these calls the same way, but we had some really complimentary comments about, you know, us and what we offer. And we really want you guys to know it's a two-way street. We've got some extraordinary customers. So in like in any relationship, it's good uh, that we remind each other that we're working together and uh, want you to know we truly appreciate you. We appreciate everybody who took the time to be here today, particularly I want to thank those that actively participated. And I want to challenge each of you, take one idea, one thought, one thing that inspired you on this call, go out and put it into practice, and please come back next Thursday and share your results with the group. Talk to you the same time next week, guys. Have a great, productive week, and we'll talk to you next Thursday. Take care, everybody.